0: hello 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 and welcome to the first episode of living my narcissist i don't know what i'm doing but maybe is this the new intro is this how i'm gonna introduce my podcast let's see hi everyone for those who don't know me this is iman and i'm the host of this podcast i seriously cannot believe i'm here recording a podcast about my experience but you know what they say if life gives you lemons you better squeeze the shit out of them and make some good damn lemonade or oranges because hey we have to be original here okay since this is the first episode um uh, it will be just just a brief introduction of myself my story and why i have started this podcast i'll probably won't go in detail into further detail about everything and that will happen uh organically with the podcast and how it grows but yeah before that i thought of having an original cool intro for each episode i'm still don't know how to do this but i thought of reading some inspiring piece of poetry that i might have come across uh in my internet discoveries or on reels and things like that if actually some of you has a piece of poetry that they want to share or they come across and you want to send it my way dm me on instagram or email me all the information will be linked in the description box or at the end of the podcast so in the next episode, i'll probably read it before beginning to record but this is the first episode so you get what you paid for nothing <laughs> so this is it i actually cannot believe i'm literally sitting in my closet uh on the floor because you know to make that audio sound nice thankfully i'm not recording like filming the podcast yet hopefully if it gets some traction and it gets somewhere then maybe I will start recording it but for now it's just me sitting if you hear some weird noises in the background it's just me sipping my tea or sipping some water you know sipping tea and spilling tea at the same time hopefully not spilling the tea that I'm drinking because that would be a disaster because I have my laptop in front of me but yeah uh, What was I saying? Oh, this is not supposed to be a perfectly crafted show. It's just me being my role and honest self without any filters. So let's get in. The poem I chose for you today is a very special one. Uh, I've actually sent it to my ex as I felt it reassumed very well how our relationship ended and how I felt at that time. I don't think he read it because... He blocked my email, but we'll get into that as if I was the bad guy. But all right, my friend, whatever floats your boat and whatever makes you dream at night, sleep at night and makes you feel better about yourself. Uh, I actually am not sure who the author of this is. Uh, I'll try to find it later. And if I do find it, I'll add them to the episode description. But here we go. The poem is called She Once Held a Dream. Oh my goodness, I am out of breath. So I'm going to take a break, drink some water and come back <laughs> without, I feel like I've run a mile. Okay, I am back and hydrated. So I was saying the poem is called She Once Held a Dream and let's go. This tale is of someone who once held a dream Till the day she fell apart at the seam A dream that vanished up into thin air That left its trail of sorrow and despair She once held a dream There was a lady who once held a dream She couldn't see that all wasn't as it seemed That love could, would fade and be ended so soon Disappearing like warning crescent moon Anonymous heart, two raw anguished souls Sadly for them, end of romance bells tolled. This had been the love she'd never forget, best thing that ever happened to her yet. Pure moment of bliss, golden promises they shared, many loving tender kisses. Stars shone brighter. A heartfelt surrender to the magic of amorous splendor. Life danced along in harmonious bliss. Her heart she gave him. He handed her his. In passionate state of fascination, they pledged they'd last a lifelong duration. Came the day that sweethearts' love light crumbled, rainbows tumbled and the heavens rumbled. There was something wrong that neither could fix as their hearts went into total eclipse. A love story that came to note, but woe the day she had to let her sweetheart go. The lady still loves him and still she weeps for the dream that she once held in her keeps. Oh my goodness. <coughs> I beg your pardon for (laughs) how badly I read it. I don't know why I'm so thirsty, plus in this my mom called me, I forgot to put uh, my phone on silent and she called me, so I had been interrupted, came back and recorded the rest of it. So yeah, Uh, I really like this poem because I feel like it captures my relationship to the tea uh, as I... (laughs) do feel like i gave him everything we were like i thought he was my soulmate uh, i wouldn't have moved continent and bought a freaking wedding dress that's still there hanging on my wardrobe that i'm still debating if to burn or uh <laughs> sell but yeah back to us um uh, i've realised that I've been rambling around and I haven't even introduced myself properly. So for those who know me and those who don't know me, my name is Iman. I'm 29 years, 29 years old. Um, actually, very soon I will be 30. Oh my goodness. And I'm originally from Italy, but with Moroccan heritage. But I currently uh, live in London. I moved here around four years ago and this is where I'm at right now. But hopefully not for too long. But that's another story for another day. Um, So uh, as you have gathered maybe, I have recently gone through a very hard breakup. The kind that literally leaves you with physical pain and heartbreak for months, hopefully not years after because I am done with this pain. I've never experienced anything like it and I feel like especially in the Muslim communities we don't really talk about these things and we just pretend they never happened. I personally like know at least of four girls that are married and divorced in the course of a year and I can only imagine the pain that they have been through putting all of your hopes and dreams in one person only to see them crash in front of you but I feel like as a society and as a community we just expect everything to be normal for everyone to go on with their lives as if nothing has ever happened and we don't give like we don't give these people the chance and space to heal to retrain their brain to this new life without their partner and to feel their emotions fully uh obviously this person that I was supposed that I was with was supposed to become my husband. Uh, I have to find a nickname for him. Drop some nicknames because the only ones that uh, come to my mind right now are a bit R-rated and I cannot say them. But anyways. We were supposed to get married in mid-February, so literally (laughs) just a couple of weeks ago. But unfortunately, and also fortunately, shit hit the fan and I discovered that he was not the right person for me. Uh, Not at all. Everyone uh, obviously goes, well not everyone, but breakups are quite normal. So you'd be like asking yourself, why should I listen to this? Why should I listen to you rambling about... uh, Well, truth be told, you don't have to, (laughs) but I think there's a lesson to be learned here. And if I can help even a single person by sharing what I've gone through, uh, the red flags, all of the things that I could have picked on during the relationship that for some reason or other I did not see, then my mission here is accomplished As I was saying, I have realised I was about to get married to a very selfish narcissist and this podcast is intended to be a way of healing for me by going through my relationship with him, analysing it, but also a way for you to learn from my mistakes and learn how to identify red flags, issues and avoid so much pain and hurt. I will give you a brief rundown all throughout my episodes with different topics and how they link to my personal experience, uh, etc. A little bit further in the game I will probably have some hosts speaking about their stories and we will take things from there. I actually have already a couple of people who got in touch with me and were interested and wanted to share their story and come along and I'm very very happy and looking forward to having them um also if you have any suggestions please leave a comment or a dm on instagram you can also email me i would always read all dms and emails probably over either late in the evening or over friday saturday sunday because i'm very busy at work uh to be honest i'm scared shitless (laughs) of talking about my experience online at the beginning i was thinking of doing it anonymously but then as I mentioned, I deeply believe it's important for us to open up about this and take away the stigma that we have around breakups and abusive relationships, especially in Muslim communities, because at the end of the day, that's where I come from and that's where he was coming from and where I think some of the abuse could be connected to, uh, like, especially from his side. It was a very twisted belief of Islam, but we'll get to that also. From a psychological point of view, uh, talking is the second step of the healing process and of retraining our brain after going through a trauma. Uh, it's technically, uh, the talking stage is called Remembrance and Mourning. And mo- mourning, m- mourning, I never know how to pronounce this well. Sorry, English is not my first language. Uh, the first step is of um, Goligosh brain fart Uh, the first step of healing after a trauma is safety and stabilization and then there is second step remembrance and mourning which is like the talking stage and that could be done through a therapist a therapist which i'm doing i have started therapy literally the week after i broke up with him Uh, and then you could do it through therapy through talking to your friends through just writing a diary and putting everything down because that gives you talking about it writing it down literally you have no idea how much it helps I am writing my journal every time that an idea comes to my mind I just write it down and it helps me focus and see things more objectively and the third and last stage is reconnection so reconnection to yourself reconnections to your memories but I probably uh, have a whole episode on this because it's a long topic and these are all scientifically proven stages by various psychological studies it's not me it's like studies on how to retrain your brain and find a way to heal after a traumatic situation it's just not a man coming here and telling you this is what you have to do these are three stages let's give them fancy names no it's not me i've actually studied them i read them there are plenty of books uh there is actually a very very cool book that reassumes all of this like summarizes it and it's called unfuck your brain I cannot remember the name of the author but I will try and find it I actually have it somewhere in my room so I'll find it later and leave it in the description box for anyone or if I forget to do so and you're interested uh just let me know I think I will probably add a highlight story on like leaving my narcissist instagram with all the books that I've read or that I've consulted, or that I will read in the future, so you can access them whenever you want. I know that it might seem exaggerated to some of you to compare a breakup to a traumatic traumatic situation. I don't know why my mouth is so dry. I've literally been drinking the whole time, and I just feel it's so weird, because I'm literally talking to myself. Now I understand why people generally have podcasts with guests because you can talk and take a break while the other person is speaking, but yeah, I always choose the hard way. And anyways, uh, I was saying that it's uh, seem might might seem exaggerated to compare a breakup to a traumatic situation, but the level of physical and emotional pain and the toll this whole shit show has had on my body, like I cannot tell you It's huge, (laughs) Uh, especially considering that I have literally moved continents, left my job, left my home. I was ready to start my life with someone who clearly was not who they told me they were. But all right, especially guys, the physical pain. I will get into it later or in another episode, depending on how much time I have. But gosh, I just... Spoiler alert, I had to go to the hospital because I thought my heart was breaking, like my heart was hurting. I got an EGC, like an electrocardiogram, because my heart was broken. It still is. Sometimes it still hurts. Anyways, um, such a dramatic person, they would say, but if you know me, you know, I'm not a drama queen. So, yeah. So I was saying, by talking through our experiences, we create a trauma narrative, which is the space to be allowed to process our story when we have the skills to do so without being triggered. Uh, Unfortunately for me, the situation is still very fresh and I'm not yet at the level of not being triggered at all. But inshallah, I will be there soon. Uh, oh, Okay, I will digress here for a bit, but just for my non-Arabic speaking people, I think that sometimes I will be using some Arabic words every now and then. Uh, I'll give you a brief rundown of the first, the ones that I'll probably use the most is inshallah, which means God willing, uh, alhamdulillah, which means thanks God, and khair, which means all, basically like all's good. Uh I'll probably use some other ones. And if I do, I'll just tell you then and there what they mean. Sorry, no sorry. Anyhow, uh, what was I saying? Oh, I cannot believe that actually I'm just like rambling here. I have, I've started typing some ideas that I wanted to share with you. And then I stopped and this is just like a brain fart of me sitting in my closet, sipping my tea and trying to make sense of my life. Yeah, I was talking about the trauma narrative and how it's important for us to uh, talk about what happened and put it out there. Personally, for me, I feel like when I was going through, like, I've been with this person for almost three years. We met in May 2020. We have not been together the whole time because we met. And then after a month of like, we went to a couple of dates and I was like, he doesn't look like the kind, the right person for me. So I just told him, listen, I'm not here for dating, I'm wasting time. I do not see this going anywhere. So you go your merry way and I go my way, mine. And then I have not seen him, had not talked to him till uh, October 2020. Uh, and I was out with a friend of mine and we bumped into him. He actually was on another date with a girl. And the week after or so, he messaged me and I was bored, I didn't didn't have anyone, I wasn't like talking to anyone, he was literally since I moved to London the only person that I actually went out on a date with or talked to, because I was not, I was just focused on myself, and we started dating again around November 2020, and yeah, we were supposed to get married February 2023, but yeah, that did not happen, anyways, uh, I feel like throughout like I have never had the chance especially during the past uh two three months to talk properly about what happened and when I start an our relationship and put it down like when you are living life you're just living life how it comes like things come happen you deal with them and on, on at that moment and then you go again with your life and other shit happens or whatever if it's good if it's bad you just deal with it but we do not reflect or at least for me personally some like I have just been living it day by day without searching for patterns or thinking okay what's happening I always knew where it was going because like as a Muslim person for me it was only going to go on to marriage and nothing else I was not uh getting to know this person just for the fun of it uh, admittedly when we first rekindled I was not sure who was still the right person like I remember I told him like listen your presence just irks me but also before him uh, and like most of you don't know me I've always been very focused into my studies finish my studies finish my career uh, and like finish my studies get a career work build myself I was never focused on guys like I've had plenty of guy friends but I've never seen them as okay. I'm going to marry one of you someday or things like that. I've always had the idea of marrying, but once I had built myself, which uh, so when I met him, I was like, okay, it's COVID, it's lockdown, I am just working, I'm here in this new country, why not? And when I saw him again, I was like, okay, let's let give myself this opportunity to discover this part of me because I've never been in a relationship before I've never dated I've never uh been on a date literally before him uh and yeah uh it was interesting like actually I do not regret that because I've discovered a big part of me that I had never known before and how loving and caring I can be and how I am in a relationship the goods and the bads uh but yeah, I am digressing again. And this is, I don't know what I started and what my point was going to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he um, we started like going on dates. And I was saying, we you take things how they come and you do not reflect on it. But now that we have broken up and I came back and with all the hurt and everything, I just started uh, writing things down. And especially with my therapist going a little bit through the relationship she had given me this exercise and she told me to write a timeline of our relationship and what happened and when things happened when things happened and how they happened and things like that and you have no idea how helpful that was because I sat down I wrote a timeline from like the first time I we met till now till basically we broke up and yeah, last time I heard from him actually, what day is it today? It's the twenty sixth was two weeks ago, even less than two weeks ago. Last Monday was last time that I uh had contact with him. So even if we've broken up and I came back, um at the end of January I came back to London, um, we still for a whole month kept getting in touch with each other every now and then, at least once a week, uh which a part of me wanted closure completely no contact but another part of me it's still it's the person that I was supposed to get married to so it has been hard to be fair he was the one breaking the contact making the contact and breaking that boundary that I put of no contact I got in touch with him only once because I wanted some answers that I did not get because I discovered that he has been bullshitting me <laughs> to the last minute but that's for another day, anyways, uh, I wrote down that timeline, and I don't know, I ha- I actually do not know how I did not see so many things happening, like there was a serious pattern of abuse, and of just like manipulation, and just shit going on the whole time, uh, that I just brushed under the carpet when I was with him because I was justifying a lot of his actions because I could see that they were coming from a point of like from hurt and from his insecurities and he was projecting them onto me. And if you know me, you know that I'm a fixer. Like I'm someone who everyone comes to, like I have a problem, can you help me solve it? That's how I was brought up. Also I'm the eldest in my family. So I was always the one helping and fixing the problem and helping people with their issues. And I love it. Like, I literally love solving problems. And I feel like I, a lot of the times in the relationship, I could see the issues. Some some things, I'm not going to lie, I did not see them. But a lot of other things, I did see them, but I thought we are going to work through them as two adults who have chosen themselves, who have chosen to be in this life together, to do life together, because that's what I thought and that's where I was coming from. Like I wore my heart on my sleeve during this whole relationship. I was like, this is the person for me. This is the love of my life. This is my partner. I'm going to support them through thick and thin. And no matter what happens and what life throws at us, I will be there and I will support you and I will fight for you. And he knows it very well because he told me that multiple times. He told me he could, didn't, he could not believe how much of a fighter I was. But that's what I do and that's who I am and I will never regret it. I actually don't even regret that it was on him that I spent all of this energy because I that time and with the knowledge that I had he was the right person for me and he was the love of my life and (laughs) till now I still freaking love him unfortunately I can see all the bad that he has done I would not go back to him because there is no way I can trust him he has lied and manipulated me so so badly I don't think I will have time to go into the whole story but I'll probably uh from the next episode I will go a little bit through I'll do it backwards instead of starting <coughs> sorry instead of starting from the beginning of our relationship I'll give you the tea <laughs> immediately and I start from the end why it ended what happened and then slowly go backwards and backtrack and see where things came out of but yeah uh as I was saying I do not regret what I did because I would do it for the person that I love I would do everything that I, that I have done for him and it's just I feel like I've learned a lot about myself as a person and as a partner in a relationship and I'm like, I freaking want someone that loves me as much as I love them and are willing to do what I am willing to do for them because I'm willing to fight tooth and nail for the right person. I'm willing to raise them, to care for them, to do anything, move continents for them. Literally, that is what I did. I picked up all of my things. All of my belongings packed three years and a half, almost four years of my life here in London without a single thought. And shipped everything to Dubai and got on a plane and moved to Dubai for him. Uh, Yeah, obviously, no, this person, I met him in London. He's from the UK, but we had decided to move to Dubai for business reasons and tax reasons and things like that so we were ready to start our life there together he moved first to settle things and etc and then I moved after because I had work and I was doing my PGC uh, so I could not move immediately and quickly as he did but then once I took the decision I just made it and I moved to Dubai and well that's when shit hit the fan and I literally could not believe uh that was the person I was gonna be spending my life with because I feel like there I met a different person. I met a person that I did not know, I could not recognise him and it took me so long, it literally took me almost three months. Well, actually, two months and a half to get out, to to realise that he's not the person for me, he's not who I thought he was. And that was the hardest decision of my life. And until now, I th- I've never had to make such a hard decision. Uh, I do not regret it one single bit, but it's so hard because, like, you know, when you have this idea of yourself of being strong and independent and all of these things and everyone believes these things about you and that's what people project back onto you. But then you go, you make certain decisions and without realising you fall into this big trap and I was questioning myself a lot and sometimes I still ask myself, how could I accept this from him? How could I accept this much abuse? How could I accept... This treatment because the way he treated me, especially in the last months when I was in Dubai, I think like there, he felt like because he knew I didn't have anyone, I didn't know a single person there. He felt like uh, I was his possession now, I was his, I was under his sphere of domain, and he could do anything and what uh, he wanted to me, or with me, or whatever, and he just became very, very nasty, like the level of insult, and just total filth, that I would never treat anyone the way he treated me, let alone someone who he says is the love of his life, because he told me I'm the love of his life, and he loves me, and he cannot see a life, well, no, he cannot see a life without me, because I'm here due to a decision that he made but up till the last minute I literally wanted him to take to just admit his mistakes and to admit that it was his fault that this relationship did not go through but he had to gaslight like me till the last minute to portray me as the person who left, as the person who gave up, he actually I remember once he had the cheek to tell me, I actually always knew that you were not made for a marriage, you would not resist what life, uh, you you are not strong to be in a marriage, and I'm like, dude, really, I'm sorry, but the person here who is not ready to be in a marriage is you. Because you have so many insecurities, so much trauma that I try to help you with. I actually had asked him multiple times for us to go to couples therapy or just him to go to therapy and work through his issues. But he has never made it a priority. He always told me that he would do it, but he actually never took the step to do it. I hope one day he does it because then he will realise how full of shit he is. And we are full of shit in every sense I was going to apologise for it and that is something that I have to relearn and retrain my brain to not uh, say sorry for what I believe because a lot of times uh, I had to apologise for things that were true but I could not say them because I was and here I have air quotes disrespecting him as a man and I will leave it at this because it's half an hour and I don't know how many people are gonna be listening until now just me and myself <laughs> rambling and talking uh, so if you have actually made it this far thank you so much for listening and for supporting me and for being here and yeah um, episodes will be released every Monday and follow me on Instagram uh, it's at leaving my narcissist. Uh, underscore. Uh, listen to the podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe also if you're listening and hit the like button. Well, it's not a like button because we're not on YouTube, but rate it five stars if you want to. Uh, leave a comment so with ratings and comments we can get it out there and then more people can listen to it and hopefully this will be a learning lesson for someone, and not a learning lesson in a negative way, but just teaching a lesson to other people, and teaching them not to learn from my mistakes, I'm literally just rumbling, I need to go and wash my hair, I've literally been sitting here with oil in my hair, because it's wash day baby, and yeah, thank you so much guys, have a good day, happy Monday, bye!